0: My name's Red, and I want to tell you about the Transformers. My curiosity is aroused. more than each
1: These fools worship Transformers. Decepticons, transform and rise up. Robots with emotions. Robots who can die. Arrest. Hey guys, welcome back to another exciting episode of Fanholes Transformers Tuesdays, the show where we talk about Transformers all the time, every time. And this is Derek, Derek WC. I'm going to be one of your hosts for tonight. And I am not alone on this journey through outer space. On the Ark with me tonight is one of my fellow fanholes. Why don't you give a shout out and let everybody know who's here tonight?
0: Hello, it's Mike. And somewhere out in the multiverse, there is a rack and ruin prime.
1: He's he's the he's the guy with the frazzled Will Riker hairdo. That's like, yeah. don't send us <laughs> back. We don't go back. Yeah, the, so the case... scraplets are everywhere. <laughs> do they? I I, I I'm to ask you this now before we even get into what we're talking about. Do they do they call them scraplets on the show? Do they ever say scraplet? Or are we just supposed to assume they're scraplets?
0: I think they did.
1: Okay,
0: I must have missed I it. Maybe, maybe I... not yeah maybe just because i already had that pre-knowledge i didn't even think about it but i think like
1: because I, I, I was i was waiting because i i didn't realize those were scraplets until i looked at the tf wiki and then and then i i tried to do another watch through and i i, I you know maybe i'm just you know I, I i'm deaf or whatever and i didn't hear it but it's like i kept hearing them call them all kinds of things like abominations and and you know this and that and the other thing but i was like did they actually like call them scraplets and like i don't i don't know that i i mean maybe they must have but maybe i just missed it or something but i i I didn't notice it so that's why i was going to ask you like where i was like where did they call them scraplets but anyway we're getting probably pretty deep into this already but in case you haven't figured it out we are here me and mike are here tonight because we have watched all 18 episodes of transformers cyberverse season 2 this is the current ongoing Transformers cartoon that's airing on Cartoon Network. It has a uh, a number of episodes on the uh, Transformers... What is it? Transformers Online or something like that? I forget. Like the uh, Transformers official... Yeah, YouTube like, channel and stuff they, like that. They have,
0: I think, the first six episodes of season two on their official, like, U.S. YouTube yeah, channel. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. So, and 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 then I think, you know, I guess overseas, like, there's been a bunch of episodes recorded. But, hey, by the time you guys are listening to this, it, it, it'll probably have all aired by now. So it, it'll all be nice and, and synchronicity will be, you know, awesome or whatever. But I figured while this is all fresh In Mike, in my memory, we could kind of have a sit down, a talk back over the entire season. And, you know, it's one of those kind of episodes. We're not going to sit here and blow by blow, synopsize like every single episode or anything like that. But, you know, I I just kind of wrote down a bunch of notes I had, like things that I noticed on the various episodes and everything. And I I, I guess the other thing that's kind of funny is I want to talk to you about this because it's funny. I watched... I watched the, the the first two episodes of this back-to-back. I watched Sea of Tranquility and Bad Moon Rising. And I think when I did that, the week I did that, we got online here to, to podcast and talk and everything. And I was kind of like, have you seen it yet? And, and and you were like, yeah, I've seen it. But I think you had only seen Sea of Tranquility. And I'm like, I, I was trying to like skirt around it because I was like, have you seen, you know? And, and I was like, I don't think you have yet. You know, like <laughs> like, because I was like, that... Man, that Bad Moon Rising was just, you know, that was a pretty epic episode. So that's why I was like, I was like trying to and then I think like the, the day after you went and watched it and then and then when you started to post it on Bot Talk about, it, I was like, oh okay, now he's seen it. So so we can talk about it and stuff. But yeah, I, I remember kind of skirting around it because I didn't want to I you know, I I kind of hate it. Like it's like if something's like to to me that was a surprise. Like I didn't expect the direction that episode went. So so it was nice to experience it. You know, unfettered or unspoiled or, or not have any, you know, preconceived notions of the direct, you know, not somebody come on and say, dude, man, this is going to be so hardcore, dude, bro, you know, and, then, and yeah. then you have like some kind of expectation for it. It's like if you just kind of watch it of your own accord, then then the impact of it is sort of fully felt that thing but yeah yeah
0: you were you were really ahead of the curve on this like season for me because i i I think i was behind you like the entire time like i was Uh, okay you were like i was kind of like yeah i think i've watched like the first like three or four episodes and you were like oh man like i've watched the first like 14 episodes and i'm like (laughs) whoa where where are you finding these like
1: it was just it was funny because but i think i think sometimes i was too ahead because like i think some of those other episodes was like the, 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 ones that you were talking about were, I think they were like in French or something like that. And then I was like, Oh, sorry, my bad. Like these aren't even in English yet, but basically we, we did end up watching all, all 18 of them and, and everything. And I mean, you know, and then this is to, uh, I guess, uh, a sway any any fears that Justin had, but like I, I think something about when we, we were talking about recording this, he's like, "Well, I don't have to talk about you know bleepin' and blooping Bumblebee or whatever." But you know, we we should just get right out of the way. Like, there's a massive time jump between the end, the finale of Cyberverse, the, the last episode of season one, and the beginning of season two, and they're all like fighting on the moon, and some of the stuff you learn, you know, through sort of pretty naturalistic insertion of of you know kind of world building or, or backstory or whatever I mean number one you you know bumblebees talking, so it's like they've some somewhere in between that time frame they don't go into great detail, and you know personally, I don't really care i don't I don't want to spend a whole episode. Discovering how, you know, Bumblebee got his groove back or whatever. Like I'm just fine that he's he's up and at him and and speaking and not bleeping or blooping and doesn't have his memory loss and all that kind of stuff. It's like he's kind of back to being essentially how he was in all the flashbacks, which were, for me, at least last season, my my favorite part of Cyberverse Season One. So it kind of kicks that off right away. So you don't you don't really have to be concerned with that. And then they kind of go into how there's there's been fighting, there's been the, the war uh, between the Cybertronians on Earth. So you've got like, I don't know, it was kind of interesting, like you have all these like weird social media things going on, you know, like people taking pictures of them transforming with their their cell phones or they're being posted on social media and everything. And then it seems like people got into, you know what it reminded me of? Remember that, that arc of, I think it was like Web of Spider-Man or, or something like that. I forget what... What Spider Man thing it was, but it was that thing where Peter Parker was making a bunch of money off of like spider fail photos. Cause it was like he, he wasn't, I don't know, he, he was, you know, I don't know, low on rent or whatever the deal was. And it's like it, it, there were all the embarrassing photos he would have never taken to J. Jonah, but then I think he started posting them on a blog or so. I don't know. Like, and then it turned into this whole meme like spider fail <laughs> yeah. where he he, you know, I don't know, it's like he had his underwear on top of his head, and it was like spider fail, or whatever, and, like, that's kind of what's going on in some of these, it's like they catch, you know, instances where, like, Bumblebee and Megatron and Hot Rod look like idiots, and it's like, and then they're kind of like, you know, Transformer fails, or Hot Rod fails, or Megatron fails, or whatever it is, like, so this kind of, I don't know, this almost incredulity of The concept of alien transforming robots coming to Earth is is almost like immediately absorbed by the incredulity of modern day social media, like because it seems to revel and embrace in, you know. The, the the craziness, I guess, for lack of a better. Term. I did,
0: I did like like that, like you know, news footage, like you know, the the montage of news footage too, where it's like you know, well, here's like you know, Prowl chasing down a Decepticon on the highway, and then like right, they both transform right, right, and right, they do right, like a like right. Rock'em Sock'em robots thing, like on the highway or whatever. But
1: yeah, I mean, I it's funny because I don't know if if this is something that occurred to you or not, but it's like I, I still feel like there's there's minor connections to like the idw comics at least in tone and then also like the example you just gave i mean that that does seem like a to me it's like the first thing i think of is like the oj car chase or something like that you know these these televised helicopter police chases or whatever where it's like that that's exactly what it is you know it's it's a helicopter you know following this chase and going oh thank god there's a police car going after this other crazy car. Wait a minute, they turn into robots, you know, and then it totally like takes a curveball because of the the nature of the the Transformers and everything like that.
0: Yeah, and I think like uh, it's funny cuz like they they address humanity in the first few episodes, but it's never really a factor. And then it's like like does the point like after, you know, Megatron like supposedly like beats Starscream to death, like the next episode, he has like a like broadcast to Earth where he's like, you know, humans like the, the Autobots have murdered my beloved like second in command, like Starscream. And I'm kind of like, why are you even like bothering? Are you like is, is it Megatron's like using some kind of like, you know, social media like blitz campaign against the Autobots or something like
1: it, is that is that for humans, though?
0: Yeah, it seemed like it like huh. he was broadcasting to Earth.
1: I, I don't know, it seemed like everybody in the chat room, I mean, I don't know, maybe it was just Easter eggs, but it seemed like the people in the chat room were other Cybertronians, but maybe I'm, I mean, like, yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I don't know, I, I, I don't know that I took it as they were, that Megatron was, was playing to the social media of humanity, but but maybe, maybe that's my bad, I don't know. It is Derek's bad. He is a stupid dim spark and Michael is who foolish.
0: People of Earth! It is with a heavy spark I stand before you today, gathered with my fellow Decepticons to honor our fallen comrade, Starscream. He was broadcasting it across Earth, I remember, so I was like, the only reason he would do that is to, like, you know, and then, like, you know, all the chat room people were, like, you could see, like, it was saying, like, oh, it's Starscream Gate or something, like, some, some kind of conspiracy or something.
1: But that, but that's weird. Like, why, why would humans know the inner squabbles of the Decepticons? Like, yeah,
0: that's like. Well, that's right, what I'm saying. Right. It's like, like Earth is a factor, but we don't ever really, you know, it's never really addressed. I guess. Like,
1: well, I, I guess the 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 IDW thing I wanted to compare it to it, and and it it, it goes in a totally different direction. It seems like because I mean, even though we don't see virtually any human characters, which I'm totally fine with, but even though we don't see any real human characters in this cartoon, like, it seems like... I mean, yeah, they're they're shocked by the appearance of some of these Transformers, but it doesn't... I don't know, I, I, I never get the idea that there's going to be some kind of, uh, you know, I don't know, for lack of a better term, you know, nuclear option enacted on the Transformers or anything like that. It seems more like... Optimus gives his little speech, and it's it's like the speech that he gives in the Optimus prime comic in the IDW books, but whereas that's surrounded with this kind of I don't know like like radical disillusionment and 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 this kind of you know social upheaval and all this other you know there's there's all the, those layers to that moment in the book, you know, because there's there's all kinds of you know, chaos and, you know, they're going off still on, you know, jazz killing a human and all, you know, there's all these other factors, like all these other things that are, that are, are subtext to, to that notion. And the fact that the world leaders don't like the speech and, you know, there's all kinds of politics and things like that in the IDW books. But this speech is almost like, kind of like a throwback to like, you know, Superman going up to the moon and getting the American flag and planting it and kind of flying or flying the flag back to the, the white house and going, Hey, I'll, you know, I'm doing you a solid prez. Like, I'll see you later. You know, like, like it seems like it's more like back to, you know, a, a, for lack of a better term, it's like, you know, when they, they say the era of Batman where he's like the Batman, who's the friend to the policeman, you know, he's not like the dark grim brooding vigilante or, or, or has, you know, multiple layers or whatever. It seems like this is to me, it seems like that speech he gave in, in that initial episode that Optimus gives just seems like I, I'm, I could be wrong because we don't see the perspective of humanity that much. But my, my guess is that, you know, for the most part, it seems like humanity kind of knows like, OK, the Autobots are the good guys. They're fighting for us on the moon and they're cool. And then these other guys are the bad guys, right? Like, I mean, yeah. and they're trying to blow up that's, the planet. That's why,
0: like, yeah. that's why I was, like, confused about, like, that Megatron speech. Because, like, like, he's cl- Like I said, he, I thought it was pretty clear he was broadcasting to the people of Earth. And I was like, why would they care? Like, you know, why would they care? Like, if they had known that, like, Starscream was a Decepticon or whatever... And like, like, who cares if he died? Like, whatever. Like, but I don't know. Like, it's it's, and we're we're talking about it, but it never factors in for the rest of the season anyway. So it's like, it, yeah, it's, it, they yeah. kind of drop that really fast.
1: I mean, I, it, I guess since you since you brought it up, though, I mean, and and we've kind of alluded to it already. I mean, that episode, Bad Moon Rising, has like, I I mean, I I don't I, to me, it's like. It had a lot of unexpected moments to me, like the fact that Starscream goes out of his way to attack Megatron when he's wounded and it looks like he's effectively killed him. And then the fact that it didn't work and didn't kill Megatron and like I was just totally like there was this moment where. I think, you know, he's smacking him around like he would in any Transformers cartoon. But I think this moment where, like, he he grabs him by the leg and starts dragging him, and I was just kind of like, oh, shit, like, he's going to fucking kill him. Like, like he's seriously pissed off. You know what I mean? Like, I, I think yeah, I knew like... then, like, I think I knew then what he was going to do, even though I, I was kind of in disbelief because, you know, it's, it's like a cartoon on TV, and most times in this day and age, they don't do stuff like that. So I was like, but, like, the minute he did that, I was like, oh, shit, he's... He's gonna fucking kill him. Like because yeah, like, like that oh.
0: scene is like set up so it's like the music just keeps getting tenser and tenser and like you're like, Okay, well when is this gonna de escalate? And it never de escalates. Like he no. goes the whole way, he shoots Starscream in the back and like yeah. apparently kills him, like and he, and he chucks
1: them out out of the the yeah. memories. Done whatever. here, yeah. Yeah that, yeah, that was
0: like awesome.
1: I was like, and, holy shit! Like, yeah, that that's why I was like, oh wow, this was this was pretty fucking good. And there's there's some nice nods to like I think like Starscream has some some memory sequences or whatever where it's like it's it's a nod to like one of our favorite lines where i was like you know you are either lying or you're stupid and he's like i'm stupid i'm stupid or whatever but i guess in the flashback here he says you know you're either lying or you're malfunctioning but still <laughs> it's kind of like a nod to that yeah i i, I think i was hyper focused on hot rod in this because you know he's my boy or whatever but like that I, I felt like, and and this continues throughout the the season or whatever. There's instances of this, but I, I felt like they 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 did put a little splash of Sunstreaker in him, you know, because there there were like in in that episode there was like a line where he's kind of like, "Hey, watch it! This is a fresh wax job," you know. And I kept thinking about like. You know, my selenium shin guards, or whatever, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like I, yeah. like all that stuff, and 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 there are there are a, a, a couple instances later where he's kind of like you know the the same kind of notion where he's like, hey, hey, whoa, watch the paint, you know, like that that kind of thing. Where I was like, oh, like, and it made me feel like, oh, this is a little. You know, a a little bit of Sunstreaker, like, sprinkled into into my Hot Rod
0: or whatever. I feel like, you know, since Bumblebee can talk again and he doesn't have, like, his, like, you know, his distinguishing, like, personality trait or whatever, I feel like they had to, like, differentiate Bumblebee from Hot Rod because, you know, they're both, you know, the young, like, brash, like, kid identification characters. And then they introduced Cheetor, like, later on in the season. So then you've got three like, of the, like, you know, the brand's, like, most, uh, you know, famous, like, kid identification, I, like, you know, characters.
1: I, I, I was trying to figure out, like, what to call them, you know? I'm kind of like, I'm kind of like, are they all, the, like, the Hot Rod bros? Are they, like, you know, Hot Rod and his amazing friends or whatever? Because I ain't never going to give the title to Bumblebee or Cheetor, but still, like, <laughs> it, 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 what you said is true. You know, they are that that kind of, you know, red-blooded, young vibrant kid of the the Autobots what
0: they they do with like Cheetor is they kind of make him like naive and like sort of like new to everything so it's kind of like you know hot rod and uh, Bumblebee have to like kind of shepherd him through like certain things but yeah
1: yeah like Bumblebee I there's the one episode where Bumblebee's kind of showing him the ropes on how to be a scout and he he goes around and 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 is trying to help all the other Autobots but it's it's kind of almost amusing like they all they, they all pass the buck and send him somewhere else like which is kind of funny because they're like uh, why don't you help Wheeljack? you know why don't you help grimlock why don't you help you know some other you know they, they just keep, why don't you help uh, rack and ruin you know why don't you help and they just keep going down the,
0: the did, line they're,
1: like hot rod
0: consistently made me laugh throughout this season because the the bit where him and Windblade are like magnetized to Grimlock, oh, like yeah, Grimlock's yeah, yeah, yeah. running yeah. through the arc. I love how he takes the like time to like hit on Windblade. Yeah, when they're yeah. Both he's ma- kinda, like,
1: kinda like, hey, uh, you gonna you going later? <laughs> like, She's like, might I'm uh, I might like. I might. I might go. I was like, yeah, he, he's the man in that. Like, there's 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 some cool stuff. I, I I remember. I thought I was gonna be butthurt, like, cause you know how there was the, the they have the episode where uh, it's, like, I think Clobber and and Lockdown like, get, capture him and take him back to the Nemesis, and then Megatron has that line, like, even my most worthless foot soldiers have captured your hot rod, you know, Optimus Prime, or whatever, and I was kind of like, oh, man, like, what's up with this? But it, it basically turns out to be this ploy, because, like, the minute he figures out, okay, there's no... Because they're looking for Cheetor, who they don't really know who or what he is at that point and you know Bumblebee's kind of like looking around for all this he's like do you guys know about earth animals like because I think I saw this earth animal and it had spots and all this other shit and people are like oh, I don't know too much about earth animals and all this other stuff and then there's Which like isn't, cool- isn't
0: like teletron x like says like
1: like you are looking for a banana like <laughs> yeah 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 the 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 thing i thought that, that that i'm like i'm like even the tf wiki i don't think mentioned this so at least not yet maybe by the time this airs they'll have mentioned it but there's a there's a moment where i guess rc is like the most i don't know uh human uh animal I don't know, like, like it's like it's like maybe RC's like the Jane Goodall of the fucking autobots or some shit because it's like she's got all these photos of her in in different locations with different animals and stuff like that. And when when Bumblebee mentions it, then she's like, "Oh yeah, I've seen one of those." And she pulls up an image of a giraffe. And like my first thought was because I've been doing this big uh, watch through of Beast Wars Second, and I'm gonna try to watch Beast Wars Neo as well. Is I thought of Longrack like the giraffe. Maximal. So I was like, I was like, is that kind of like a subtle, like long rack cameo? Like, cause they, I mean, it, it it is a spotted animal too, but you know, so it fits within the context of the, the, you know, the, the point of the show. But then at the same time, you can kind of go, Oh, Hey, like, like if you're introducing something like Cheetor, then, you know, I don't know, my, my natural inclination is to think, Oh, is there, is there a Maximal giraffe? And it's like, why? Yes, yes, there is. You know? So I was like, I was like, Oh, that's kind of cool. You know? Right. And,
0: I, I I was just gonna say I also like when like Lockdown and Clobber have like Hot Rod captive and like Lockdown's like oh you know what 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 kind of reward do you think we're gonna get from Megatron and Clobber's like I'm gonna ask for another eye and like Hot Rod's like <laughs> oh Clobber you don't you don't need another eye you look great
1: like <laughs> and then and then you know the whole the whole gag is once once Hot Rod figures out there is no Moon Cheetah on the Nemesis he's kind of like all right, I'm out of here. And he just like busts his shackles and, and takes off and everything. And and he's like, he's like, Optimus, did that escape look as good as it felt? You know, like, so I was like, oh, okay, cool. Like, then he's, you know, it's like, it's like, that was all sort of, uh, you know, the, the daring do not, not the, oh, I'm dumb, you know? So I was like, I was like, okay, I'm cool with that. I, I, to me, like, it's funny. I didn't realize that, that her name was Clobber. Like I think I think when I was first watching these, I was like, oh, okay, there's female Lugnut. You know, like that's yeah, that's what I thought. Looks exactly yeah. like
0: Lugnut. Yeah, but so. I guess like the wiki says like Hasbro vetoed like a female Lugnut. So they just basically did Lugnut's design and made her a new character. Oh,
1: huh, okay.
0: Okay. Um What do you like on them? Like like I, I think they were like they were okay. They were like funny. They whatever role they played in the episodes was like funny. But I I feel like you're wasting lockdown in that role. Like mm. like lock lockdown fulfills a very specific like role in whatever series he shows up in. Like you know he's a bounty hunter. But like here him and clobber are kind of like you know the bulk and skull or bebop yeah. and hocksteady or yeah. whatever.
1: Yeah. No, that's I I think that's fair. I mean it seems like you've got characters like that. I mean, I, I think you could say the same thing about, like, Thundercracker, right? Like, that that, that it's like, they, they all, I don't know. It, it's funny that the Seekers, like, th- this might be worth going into, too. But, like, the, the Seekers have, uh, you know, obviously similar character models. But I thought it was weird that, like, the Seekers, for some reason, because I guess getting into it, like, we, we think... You know, Starscream is dead. Right. And then and then later Starscream shows up out of the blue and steals the AllSpark from Cheetor, who's like the guardian of the AllSpark and and Megatron plays it off like it was a master plan of his the whole time. Like, you know, presumably that's why he went on social media to f- fake everybody out, to think that Starscream was dead. But he really wasn't. Like, I mean, even though that doesn't make sense in story, but it makes sense for the, the cover story or something like that. But anyway, the but so they the, the the other seekers are pretty much on the sly, still they have fealty to Starscream. And like, I don't I mean, I guess I get that. Like he was always their captain, but it's like i don't know like like i for some reason that like surprises me because i was just kind of like except for what slipstream right yeah but yeah. so they, of...
0: they never really explain it they just like you know you're just supposed to assume like oh because he's a seeker too like they're all loyal to him except and like you said except for slipstream who is like left out of the loop or whatever
1: yeah and i i i don't know i i mean i i get that in a in a kind of just a, a simplistic sense like he's a seeker he was their captain for this whole time and they're all seekers but i'm like doesn't you i mean that's fine that he's your captain but then it, it's like it's like it, it, it's kind of like saying somebody's like loyal to like i don't know like the secretary of state or the vice president or something but then they turn on the president for the vice pre- you know like like i don't know something about that seems like funny to me because it seems like I don't know, like, like it, it seems weird, but and then and then the the thing about Slipstream is like, like I was like, if you're gonna, if you're gonna lie, like she has that moment where she's like, oh, Starscream, that sounds like a wonderful plan for someone who's insane, and then fucking tries to escape, <laughs> and I'm just kind of like, why even? do that like what why not just be like oh yeah that's a great plan you know what i'm gonna tell everybody what a great plan you have i'll be right back and then maybe she didn't have to fight her way out of that i don't know like i i, I don't know it's just, just kind of like you know.
0: yeah i guess necessarily like you know you've got 10 minute episodes so i guess they have yeah to, you know, yeah the economy of the time like you know
1: we gotta we gotta get her out of there now like the end can, so, goodbye can, can can we talk about the the uh, grunt soldiers, for lack of a better term? Yeah. So like, so so they've got all these different color varieties of the grunt soldiers, and and then they also have grunt soldiers for Autobots and Decepticons. Which again, I was kind of like, do they like? I, I guess I see why they need them, like because you you can have moments where Windblade like. You know, chop Sueys like these grunt soldiers to bits, and then it's not like it's not like you've sacrificed the fanor of like I don't know, Soundwave or, or, or Lugnut. Like even though he's like you said, kind of wasted, it's not like they they chop Lugnut into little bits. It's they've, they've got these these cannon fodder types in order to do that. But then, like I, I, I sort of started noticing. Okay, so they've got different color varieties. Like some of them are. The Autobots, they've got blue ones and black ones. And then later there's a gag with like the, you know, Luke Skywalker's call sign you know, where yeah. it's like the red the red five, you know, I guess grunt or whatever, who who is in the space shuttle and stuff like that. But then like the Decepticon ones just I don't know, unless I missed it, they all seem to be kind of like a gray car or something like that, I guess. I don't I don't know. And like yeah. I, I started thinking about it and I was like, I wonder if there's like a better way to have done like like you know how like reflector always had like you know there were three of them or or the way the insecticons kind of you know had their their i guess replication ability or whatever like i I was i was trying to like headcanon it in my head like where i was like oh, i wonder if these guys are like madrox and they just you know dupe themselves like Add infinitum you know like type thing or something like that but you know i i don't know i i, I just thought it was interesting because it's like so, sometimes i'm sitting there going oh, okay i can see why there's you know generic guys in the background but then at the same time i'm kind of like uh it's like you you get the vibe it's like just to save money on like a character model or just have another couple people in the background or so i don't know there's that part of me that wishes they weren't just generics in the background i guess too
0: yeah, I get getcha. And I mean, the casts are both pretty large to begin with, so I mean, like, you could just have, like, you know, named characters running around, but, you know, they just kind of fill it out with all the generic guys. Yeah, or, you know, and th- those generic guys are also around to get, like, eaten by the scraplets or whatever, once, like, yeah, Starscream, yeah. like, creates those, but... Like, what did, what, what do you think of, like, like, let me, in a general question, like, what do you think of, like, this season, like, as a whole, like, you know, how, where the plot went? Like, cause I feel like, you know, the plot of Starscream, like, forming his own, like, third faction, like, kind of peters out about, like, you know, 60% of the way uh, through this season and then the rest of the way they're just returning to Cybertron and then there's just a bunch of one-off episodes. So like, I, I was like the, the pace of this season is kind of weird and it's not like I didn't enjoy watching it, but it was just, I I kind of felt like whiplashed like back and forth sometimes.
1: I, I think that makes sense because that even though there's an overarching theme with the season, like, that, that whiplash you're talking about, I mean, I, I think that kind of comes from what you were describing to me as the economy of storytelling minutes. Like, like it, it, it's almost like there's there certain episodes where the minute the episode ends and the minute the next episodes start, you're, you're having a cohesive narrative in certain cases. And then there's other episodes where you get to the end of an episode and then you know you have whiplash because there's been... There's been a time gap like it it jumps into some other scenario that happens a few days later, a few weeks later. Like you don't really know. But it's like basically what it's telling you is anything that happened in between those couple hours or those couple weeks was probably boring. So we're jumping to the main action as to, you know, I guess, for economy of storytelling purposes, because we only have these 11 minutes in this, you know, ADD world of, of, of cartoons now. <laughs> like, the, these kids can't sit still or whatever, so you've got all these 11-minute cartoons. It's... It,
0: the, the wiki points this out, and I kind of had to look it up myself, but, like, in the second-to-last episode... Like, the whole plot of that episode is, like, everyone's bored because nothing has happened. And the time frame they give is, they say nothing's happened in 40 cycles. And I was kind of like, well, how long is a cycle in this show? And the wiki points out that this show has consistently more or less consistently set a cycle as a year so they were just flying around for 40 years with nothing happening like i mean and the wiki also points out well that's a realistic like time frame for like non-light speed travel like across the universe or whatever but you know and you know transformers are long lived anyway so 40 years is just a drop in the pot but like when you look at it from like our perspective, like human perspective, like that's that's a long time.
1: That's a long time. I, I don't think I considered that. Like I, I I guess I just thought maybe it was like, you know, two days or something, you know, like I was thinking like forty eight hours or something like that. But but if a cycle is a year, then yeah, that's that's uh that's considerably longer.
0: That is one of my favorite episodes, too. Like, just because, like, everyone's so bored, like, on the bridge. And, like, you know, Hot Rod's, like, almost falling asleep at his, like, console. And, like, all of a sudden, like, Optimus is like, status report! Like, and everyone, like, goes, ah! Like, you know, and it's like, nothing (laughs) nothing happening. Oh, I
1: see. And then, like, you know... Is it is it weird? Like I know I know we had this discussion on Bot Talk, and we we tried not to spoil it for for uh, our buddy Hammy. But uh, I think by the time if he listens to this, by the time he listens to this, he'll probably have seen it by then. But is it funny that like when that flock of air hammers showed up? Like I didn't even think of the Beast Wars character. I was like, dude, this is a cameo for our buddy. <laughs> <I was> like <laughs> yeah. This is a cameo. It's for a flock air of yawns. <laughs> That's totally what I was thinking of. I was like, I was like, dude, it's a flock of yawns. But but yeah, like like there's there's a lot of cool, fun stuff like that in there. And then like, is it me? Like, I I feel like I feel like after Grimlock and RC like like mow down that that sea of of comets or whatever it is. It's almost like they should have like a cigarette and and, and like yeah, it's like they just got done like you know having sex or something they, like they that. Were, yeah, the way they, that's- it's just like they're so like like exhilarated after having done that and everything
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh okay. that was fantastic so much fun. Well, like, I, I find that episode so funny is because... Like, you know, Grimlock's, you know, like, you know, he's the, the in, in this show, he's kind of like, you know, well-spoken, you know, at least in robot mode and whatever, but Arcee seems like a friggin' maniac, and I don't mean like an IDW, like, murderer maniac, she's just like, like, oh my god, Grimlock, let's, like, steal a shuttle, like, uh, I like how you think, RC. let's steal a shuttle, and then they steal a shuttle, and then they come back and they're like, oh my god, everyone's frozen, like, what should we do, and, you know, and there's, there's a flock of air hammers, like, there's a flock, there's a there's a, a swarm of comets, like, let's, let's go outside and shoot them like that that, like the pace of this show is fast anyway but that episode like just kept like ridiculously escalating like every single minute and then yeah like like you said and then they're like well to unfreeze the crew we have to like have this fight because you know we're gonna sacrifice each you know, one of us has to sacrifice themselves. So they have this like, you know, hawkeye black widow fight, but not like it's it's not like serious. It's like totally ridiculous or whatever. So like I don't know, like I I was laughing my ass off at that episode. Yeah, yeah, it was
1: it was fun. It was it was a good episode. I mean, I like I like that even though they they do have a short amount of time to get through the certain stories, like they're able to have focus on a lot of this cast, like, like as opposed to, I guess when, when they were kind of strictly doing things in terms of, we only have so much money to do so many character models and say beast wars. So we're going to focus on these five characters and that's pretty much going to be it. Like it's fun that you can get episodes where you have like, you know, wheeljack is this crazy like Doc Brown inventor guy, you know, and he's got his his hyper fuel that goes crazy and all that stuff, the stuff we were talking about before. Or if you if you have, you know, like like you're saying you've got the episodes that sort of focus on like the hot rod bros or whatever, like they can go off and, 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 and and go surfing basically like go cosmic surfing and run into, you know, shark to con, like jet and sharks or whatever, like rival, <laughs> rival gangs and stuff in the middle of space and, and do that whole deal, you know? And, and, and then, you know, you've got, I, I think, I, I think trying to bring it back to your question of, of like, what did I think about the season? Like, I agree with you that, like, I, I feel like I was kind of into it, even though there's some elements of whiplash. I, I was majorly into it in the early episodes. I think when they introduced the return of Starscream and his kind of, you know, it's like Starscream versus everybody plot, that's kind of like the middle of the arc. And I think. I mean, I could be wrong, but but, you know, this is just my personal take on it. But I think the reason why this doesn't work that well is it's the same thing as when people kind of have that Unicron exhaustion syndrome, like like where they go, does Unicron have to be the big bad in everything? And and I kind of feel like this is, you know, it's like listening to uh, uh, McFeely, you know, constantly reference the underbase saga because it affected so many people that that transformers marvel issue number 50 because all these characters got taken offline by starscream with the power of the underbase and i i feel like these are all variations of that underbase story and this is the this is no different this that little mini arc where he he, he powers up and and then he, he basically fights everybody. It's like, well, this is kind of underbassy. You know, this is kind of this is kind of like what we just saw and bitched and moaned about in um, Combiner Wars. Combiner Wars. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, like, like it's like and, and it's Starscream like Screen
0: gets I, cosmic power. Yeah, everyone has to team up against him. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, and so so you sort of feel like I've been there, I've done it, I've seen it, you know, and and I I can understand why that. That, again, not only whiplash, but then that kind of slams things on the brakes, even though it's supposed to be building upwards. You know, like it's supposed to be building to this... It, it's supposed to be made, I, I think, it, it, it's supposed to be like three mini crescendos, right? But that second mini crescendo, we, we've we've heard that tune before, and it wasn't that great the last couple times. So it it kind of you know, just, just, it doesn't do the three crescendos. But, it, but know, Derek, it's this of... time he's wearing an excavator. So th- th- this is what <laughs> I'm going to ask you. Like, like, and I don't, I, I had to think about this before it dawned on me what I was thinking. Cause I couldn't quite figure it out when, and, and, and to, to explain to people who are listening and maybe have no visual context. One of the things I presume they're doing to sell more toys is the I guess they do this thing where they have like I'm just going to call it like all spark armor and and I guess what happens is like Cheetor has these trials between Megatron and Optimus and it's kind of interesting because initially the trials are just question and answer like Q and A and it's funny how much it's like they 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 know each other but then they don't know the answers to these questions where it's like it's like I, I think it was something to the effect of like Orion Pax was uh you know like I forget if he asked what he was or if he was a librarian or, you know, something basically something that Megatron didn't know. And then, and then I think the the question to Optimus was like, what was, you know, Megatron's great victory in the gladiator games also kind of a callback to like IDW type stuff as well. Right. Like where, where you're like, Oh, you know, and he's, and then Megatron gets mad that Optimus is like, I I don't really know. And he's like, he's like, I beat Devastator Maximus, like every two-year-old can tell you that, you know, like, <laughs> and so they get mad at each other. But, but eventually, these trials escalate into physical altercations. And and so what Cheetor does is he brings like this, uh you know, I don't know, it's probably like an F-16 or something like that. I, I felt like, like, Leader One was merging with, optimus prime or something but then he turns into like star saber and then i guess there's this like uh you know uh black hawk type helicopter or whatever that that megatron fuses with and so they've got these big suits of armor and and this continues with other characters and one of the characters it continues with which is what mike alluded to is starscream and so the excavator stuff it's like this yellow construction vehicle and and when it changes Starscream's appearance I kept thinking to myself I don't know why but that looked familiar to me for some reason and I couldn't I couldn't quite place my finger on it and I still don't know that I have and part of me is like is it that it reminds me of Metalhawk or does it remind me of some other yellow G2 jet like I, I don't know what it is but like something about that look like seems familiar to me but yet not so i i don't know like i know that's kind of vague and random and like you know remember this tv show that it's, used to be in black and white you know, i mean at? it's it's not
0: an homage to anything but yeah, like i can it, yeah. it it's it's got like you know the visual cues of like you know stuff we've seen before i'd say like, yeah
1: yeah it's just it's just hard to place my finger on but i i feel like it just it evokes familiarity even though i know no, it's not no what it, it almost of anything in particular
0: no, it almost reminded me of, and not exactly, and there's no real connection, but it only almost made me think of G-Axis, like, sort hmm. of. Like, okay. like I, I don't know, like, the yellowishness of it. like, And, I mean, G-Axis has a bunch of different colors, like orange and red, too, but I, I don't know why. But he just looked like a bulked-up Seeker, and that's kind of basically what G-Axis's, like, design is.
1: What, what did you think when Starscream first shows back up before they they explain why he's still there like like because for me i guess being a longtime transformers fan i'm like what is this like starscream's ghost came and stole the all spark or like is that is that immediately where your mind went to or did you just figure they would explain why he's not really dead later which is what they do
0: yeah, I kind of you know you always you know whenever Starscream dies, you will immediately kind of assume he's going to come back as a ghost or be immortal or something. So, yeah, I just kind of like oh okay, well I, I just kind of took it as a, as they said basically.
1: Okay, okay.
0: I mean when when he first died, like I I immediately thought, well he's not obviously dead for real, like but you know he's going to either be resurrected or he's going to come back as a ghost and you know. Uh, what i don't even remember what did they did they say exactly why he came back
1: it, like it it seemed to me that that he was legit dead when megatron threw him out of the nemesis but then there's that moment on the moon where like cheetor like jumps past him through like the 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 stargate or whatever it is like the space the, the grid bridge or whatever the fuck they call it and and to me i just took it as like the all spark energy kind of jump-started him or something like that like because later he keeps pursuing it when he's
0: like when he's ranting to the seekers or whatever like i think he just kind of says like oh i traveled to the all spark and then came back like or whatever and and then he was like you know when we all must go to the all spark and that's like my our new mission or whatever and I I don't know, and then that's where Slipstream like you know gets off the bus or whatever. Where she's like, "I'm out, like I'm not doing this or whatever." Right,
1: right, right. Like, like I guess bringing up that like, like because Slipstream is out, she ends up getting stabbed by Bludgeon, who I guess has never been on an animated show before. Yeah, this is his first animated
0: appearance. That
1: that's crazy to me. Like, I, I I guess I guess that shows how like deep into the the Transformers uh, uh, fandom we are I guess a, I guess he's I
0: like I guess he's like snake eyes in this show too he doesn't talk
1: yeah and I mean it, it's cool to see him but I, I was just shocked that I was like wait you you telling me he's never appeared on this show before like this is the first time and I was like wow okay like like that's that's pretty crazy like I I, I feel like he's I don't know why like I, I mean I just feel like I thought maybe he was on something before this, but I guess not.
0: Nope. It's like I—I th- I think he had a design drawn up for animated, but he okay. never appeared okay. on it. And then he okay. had a toy in like that 2015 Robots in Disguise like series, but he never showed up. But on he never—he never
1: showed up on the series. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, and then
0: and otherwise he's just been maybe referenced in dialogue, but no, this is the first time he's actually been a, a character like in the cast, basically.
1: So I, I imagine that like you probably dug elements of like the episode secret science and like parlay, like the, cause it's it's like, it's almost like those are both like, you know, textbook visuals for rival fusion sort of, or at least, they they try to pair up you know like it's like they're trying to have that that discussion to team up against Starscream and and come to some kind of agreement you know and like like the it's like this is something I was going to ask you about sort of more grandiose but like the the overall arc or the overall season like sort of maybe what you thought of prowl's characterization in this because he's one of your favorite characters but i was just going to point out that like in that parlay episode it's like the 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 rival fusion in that instance is like you know shadow striker and prowl are like comparing guns and they're kind of at least in in that sense they they see eye to eye on the the respect for their weapons you know what i mean so like but i i was just curious in general because i know i know like when cheetahs running around looking for help like prowl's one of the guys he goes to him and they're like why don't, why don't you talk to why do not you talk to Ratchet? Like, why do not you leave me alone or whatever? <laughs> Fuck off that way. Like, <laughs> you know, where he gets he gets into that race with with Hot Rod at the the Optimus Prime party. Like, you know, there, there's there's moments. I mean, he, he, it doesn't seem like his character. He he is not one of the characters who has gotten a spotlight episode at this no. point. I'd say, No. Well, like...
0: Yeah. yeah, I was just going to say, like, he didn't, like, I mean, he got a few scenes this season, but I, I was a little disappointed that a lot of characters that maybe made only cameo appearances last season, like, still didn't, like, get anything, like, this season, like, Prowl and Drift and, like, uh, Ratchet even, probably. Like, I mean, Ratchet had a few scenes, but he didn't really have a spotlight. I don't yeah. think Dr- Drift never even talked, I don't think, so.
1: yeah. And, like, like you know, something else everybody was making a big deal about was, I think, Perceptor. Like, he, I think, like, if you, like, squint and take a, like, screenshot or something, you can see instances of him at, like, the party for Optimus Prime or something like that. But, I mean, I think yeah. he didn't even have, like, a one-liner or anything.
0: I guess it's, I mean, like, I'm disappointed, but I guess it's okay, just because, like, it's it's nice to see, like, you know, like, like I said, like, I think I said when we talked about season one, I mean, it's nice to see Rack and Ruin, like, as a, like, yeah. you know, yeah. a supporting member of the cast, basically, like, I think the running gag, like, he has a running gag throughout the season, where he's always stacking crates or something, and they always get, like, knocked over or whatever, like, due to, you know, hijinks or whatever, but. And then like, yeah, in the season finale, it's like when they have all the multi-universal arcs, they're like, uh, like, oh, like, you know, 90% of them are like led by Optimus Prime. But then there's this one where Rack and Ruin is like the captain or whatever. Like, so I thought that was pretty funny.
1: And then, yeah. but hey, don't, don't send us back. <laughs> hey, don't send us back. The scraplets are everywhere. <laughs> Opening communications. No way!
0: This is Captain
1: Wreck and Ruin. We won't go back. You don't know what it's like in our universe. No way! Yes way! No, we won't go back! What, how about uh, I'll go on to another one of your favorite characters, because I brought up the episode Secret Science, and they have that rival fusion with, with Wheeljack and Shockwave, sort of, right? Because they're both considered like the, the the top scientists, I guess, of their respective you know, cruise or whatever. And like, I think, I mean, I I feel like shockwave, if only maybe subtly had some really good moments on, on this season, you know, like, like almost like, you know, uh, even though Starscream was the one who, who took down Megatron, it seemed like even though Starscream declared himself in charge after that, it really seemed like subtly shockwave was the one making all the actual Decision making, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, like
0: so. I, I do like Shockwave in this show. Like, I think he he is a a good mix of his like original cartoon and Marvel comic self, where he's you know he's a competent scientist and. You know, he's loyal to Megatron, but he's also like, you know, looking for a chance. Like he I think he even says in that episode, like secret science, like if Megatron's like ratio of failure versus success falls like any lower, I will be forced to like, you know, replace him or whatever. And but like so like, I do like that. And his he has, he has like a like odd friendship or he did with Wheeljack, which is also kind of funny. Where you know him and Wheeljack were obviously like scientists together, and you know he trusts—well, he doesn't trust Wheeljack, but he 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 recognizes Wheeljack's skills and whatever. And that's what the whole point of that episode, where he like leaves Wheeljack alone in his lab, and, you know, with the with his spare arm as Wheeljack's guard, and then Wheeljack like reprograms it to like you know help him. So it's. It's like some of the characters are very, very close to their classic portrayals, and like that's fine. And but then like, there's some characters where I like, for example, Soundwave. Like I was kind of like like Bravo show like for, with Soundwave because oh look he actually talks. Like you don't like it seems like every cartoon with Soundwave they're like oh we have to replicate the friggin' like monotone like whoa whoa, whoa voice or whatever, and like he never gets any characterization or anything. But, like, not only does Soundwave, like, talk and, like, you know, react normally, but he his, like, sort of, like, you know, character gimmick or whatever is he plays, like, music, like, at certain, like, moments. Like,
1: yeah, he, like, he, he gets on, like, Windblade's nerves, I know, with his yeah, big boomboxes on his he, shoulder.
0: He play like, he, like, he, like, sub- he provides, like, m- mood music and, like, you know, whatever is happening at the moment. And, like, I, I love when he's on the bridge, of the nemesis and like there's like this epic like dun, 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 like music or whatever then when sound i mean uh, star scream walks on the bridge and says he's taking over like the music just like cuts out or whatever and soundwave's like glaring at him
1: i thought that i guess it's funny cuz i i feel like soundwave made me feel bad for slipstream like because it's like she's coming to warn them and then he beats the shit out of her like and i was just kind of like i i don't think i mean i guess the context of it is they think all the seekers have betrayed them but like i don't know like i i, I just i i think i felt bad for her in that whole instance and like Soundwave kind of seems like like a you know, a douche bro or something, you know? Cause I was like, <laughs> why, why are you, you know, it's like, it's like the same way, like where he tries to like puff his chest up at shockwave in some of those instances where they're, they're both kind of buying for their own, you know, machinations and everything. Like, so they, they each have, it's funny cause they each have like clobber and, and, uh, lockdown as one of their cronies and stuff like that. So I don't know. It's like, I, 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 I appreciate that he's not just a, a silent, you know, monotone guy or whatever. Like, like I almost feel like the the feelings that this show evokes for me about Soundwave is how the other Decepticons were supposed to feel about Soundwave in his old Bob Budiansky tech spec. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah. Because
1: like, you know you know how in the old tech spec they're like, oh, yeah, Soundwave's a vital part of the team, but, man, everybody hates his it's fucking He's a backstabbing, guts. like, you know, you know yeah. Like, like and I feel like... I I feel like like I understand that from from this cartoon, you know, where it's like he, he might be a vital part of the cause, but man, w- what a shit to work with, you know what I mean? Like that's
0: that's, that's yeah, what it feels like yeah. I did feel like like I wasn't expecting Slipstream to like get like killed, like basically in that episode. Like I and I feel like that's a good like. Like, I like Windblade in this series. And I feel like, you know, she in an, another after Bludgeon, like kills Slipstream and like slip like in last season, like Windblade and Slipstream were kind of rivals. So like Windblade goes like after Bludgeon, like for revenge, basically. And like, I kind of felt like that's almost like indirectly, like a criticism of like combiner wars where it's like oh like here's like windblade has some like actual motivation you saw oh,
1: her, instead okay. of like her just okay. being
0: angry for no reason cuz like you know her friend that we didn't even know or whatever got killed in the first like 2 minutes of the episode like
1: what did what do you think about where they the, i I know you kind of described the the last uh i guess uh sub arc we'll call it you know the the kind of you know non Decepticon episodes that are you know basically the Autobots you know trucking through space or whatever kind of doing the I, I, I'm like I'm like full disclaimer if you don't like uh, Star Trek esque Transformers like more than meets the eye you're probably not going to like like the last five or six episodes of this show because that's essentially what it is but uh, what I was going to ask you was what what did you think of their take on or or how they went into the whole like city speaker thing with the the croatoan titan and all that kind of stuff
0: that was cool like i was wondering what was going on in that episode up until like you know at the when they finally like reveal like oh man it's a titan like and that's why like it's been controlling windblade and like she's gotta you know do her city speaking thing and get it like woken up or whatever like i i liked that like you know, it, it was an element from like another, you know, iteration of Transformers that they made a little like, you know, ten minute episode on. So
1: like I, I, I dug that. Do you do you think that might be a cool way to reintroduce Starscream in season three, like like to have him be, you know, like kinda like the Yeah, like the the way they I guess in the IDW books that that was kinda like they they anointed him as like, you know, the what, a chosen, chosen one. one or whatever, like like he could he could I'm make sure, yeah. or something well, like that. Well, like
0: you said, like like I'm sure they'll do something with it, but like you said, it's like, oh look, like Starscream has ultimate power again. Like mm. so I don't know if they want to do that a third time, but
1: you yeah. know. Yeah, I mean it could happen. Like but... I mean I'm I'm not I'm not like completely anti retreading things, but like I, I think I think the problem with the underbasey thing is like I think it's just, I don't know. Like it, it, just seems like it's got too much baggage and it's tired. Whereas, I, I wouldn't mind seeing an animated version of, you know, for for lack of a better term, you know, uh, you know, President Starscream or whatever. You know what I mean? Because it's like, yeah, I've read it in the comics, but it might be fun to see like a a, a more toned down version of that in an animated show. You know, I I wouldn't yeah. I wouldn't kick that out the door. I think, it's I just think- I think we've seen the the star gets ultimate power thing in all kinds of media you know comics uh cartoons etc you know where it's like all right that i i've kind of done that to death you know.
0: yeah i think i think they'd have to do that in a slightly more like mature transformers series i guess because you know the kids are not going to be interested in like you know starscream like you know does a you know phantom menace debate or whatever in the you know about tar- <laughs> cybertronian tariffs or something yeah i don't know maybe they will but who knows but um what was i gonna say what did you think of them um, we haven't talked about uh Jetfire and
1: skybite they reminded me of depth charge and rampage yeah, like, they had that grudge and the rivalry, and then and then the way they talked about how how Skybite, like, took out a bunch of, you know, moons or whatever it was, and, like, I thought about, oh, yeah, you know, Depth Charge is hunting down Rampage because he took out all these colonies and all that other stuff. So, like, that that's where my mind immediately went to. Like, it, it felt like Depth Charge and Rampage. I kind of liked that they were, like... Like, like I liked when, when Skybite came back to the Decepticons, and it's, like, him and Megatron were, like, old drinking buddies or something, you know? Like, that they just, they were they were cool together. And I, I kind of thought, like, I don't know, you know, I didn't look it up or anything, but I don't know who voices Skybite, but I, I almost kind of got, like, a, you know, like, a Alan Oppenheimer, like, Skeletor kind of vibe from him, you know? He's yeah, like, he you know, was kind of, eh, yeah. Uh, well i did all this stuff to Jetfire, you know like kind of thing and i was like oh, that's kind of cool i mean it's interesting because because for all intents and purposes i mean you know most of the characterizations of skybite i've seen i mean they they've never been that deadly as this one so it's kind of interesting like i mean i i, I think I would take this sky bite more seriously than the other two. You know what I mean? Like, like not not that there's anything wrong with the other sky bites, but I I don't think I, I think at some point in in robots in disguise, you know, the anime, the car robots version or whatever, like he might have been somewhat of a threat in maybe the first like five to ten episodes, but I think after that point, I mean, he strictly became comic relief, right? Yeah, and it's and and he
0: went through he was kind of he went through like the goldar arc basically yeah, but much yeah. much faster yeah
1: and 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 you know the idw books they're great but he was i mean he's a he's a beatnik he's a street poet i mean it's i don't know like i mean that's fine but i was never like in fear of my life from the you know. Scooboop Daddy O, you know, beatnik type guy that he was, right? But this guy, I mean, they're talking about he, he blew up moons and stuff, like. So, I mean, it it it's, it, it kind of escalates, like. I mean, he takes, I guess...
0: he takes on the Ark by himself, like what? when they're trying to escape from Earth. Like here,
1: here's a question, like like what if you had switched? Uh, and I just thought of this: if you had switched lockdown with Skybite. And Skybite was part of the goofy comic relief thing with with uh, female lug nut or whatever. Like would that have worked better for you to have the rivalry between that, yeah. Skyfire and Lockdown, like to, to escalate him a little bit more? So that, he's not yeah, just That would definitely
0: work a little better. Like maybe yeah. maybe like I guess you know, they were trying to pit Jetfire against another like flying guy. So maybe Lockdown yeah, would yeah. have to, you know, have a jetpack or a or ship some, or something. Some but, yeah,
1: yeah.
0: No, yeah. yeah, no, that like personality and role wise, like that, that makes sense.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I liked, I liked, uh, you know, Skybite and, and Jetfire and everything like that. So, and then they, and then they, they had the the whole like sort of allusion to the, you know, the friendship that uh, Starscream and, and, uh, Skyfire had and the old, the old cartoons and stuff like that too. So, you know, yeah. there, there, there was some cool stuff with that.
0: Can, can we talk about the season finale? Because I thought yeah. that was yeah. one of the best episodes like this season. Like, like basically, like the, you know, the the Autobots enter Unspace, which is like the the space bridge malfunctions and they they enter like you know an in between space. And then, like, it turns out, like, all the multi-universal arcs are ending up there for some reason. So, they, like, at first they just discover a perfect, like, duplicate of, like, their arc or whatever. And, like, <laughs> like all that stuff was, like, cracking me the hell up. Like, the two hot rods. Like, nice flames, dude. Like, thanks, <laughs> dude. And then, like, when they, the third, like, set of like, like, uh duplicates show up they're both like no way no
1: way like both I, at the same I like part. i like how they're like are, are you my bumblebee or are you a new bumblebee And bumblebee's like i'm a bumblebee <laughs> like what are yeah. you talking <laughs>
0: about <laughs> and then the friggin' also hilarious in that episode the friggin' like three wheel jacks like yeah. i forgot like optimus pot i think said it like on the thing but he was like why does wheeljack sound like like mr satan like in this series or something Mm. but like it's especially pronounced when you have like three identical wheeljacks like you know being like that's a good idea wheeljack yeah thank you wheeljack (laughs) i think i'm a little bit smarter than this guy oh you got me there wheeljack
1: Uh, yeah. No, man, I mean, th- this kind of stuff, I mean, th- this is exactly what I was talking about. Like, if, if you don't like Star Trek and your Transformers, I mean, this is pretty much, you know, all good things right there with the crisis on infinite arcs, pretty much, right? Like, I mean, you just got all these different, like, duplicates of the characters and all that kind of stuff. And then they have to fire, like, a beam, just like they do in um, in All Good Things, you know, like, type things. So, yeah, I mean, it it, it totally reminds me i I think the other thing to note about this season is because there are a lot less flashbacks there there's less of and 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 again i like the flashbacks in the first season but the flashbacks in the first season were like a a more palatable version of kind of the idw you know autocracy bureaucracy bombacity whatever the hell that's called you know flashbacks right and, and this, I feel like at least this last bit where they're all kind of slowly going to Cybertron on the arc, like, I mean, this is a little bit more, more than meets the eye. I mean, just in a kind of, and I mean, I'm not saying it's comparable, like one for one, but it, it's got that tone to it, you know? So it's like, it's like they're trying to get that flavor. You know, and, and it's just a yeah. little bit of it, you know, like, On but, space but it, adventures. yeah, it's like they're they're in space. It's fun. I mean, I, I dug it like I mean, I, I'm still trying to figure out who the it's like they've got like the fins and the tails and all that stuff. And it's like I was looking at the one guy like, is it me or like because it's like I was like the the leader of the Sharkticon guys like I, I guess are, are, it's like they look like giant robot street sharks to me. Like, but I was like, are they supposed to be representative of anything? Because it's like, is it like they're like the, what are those other, like, I don't know, like the, the Alicons or, I don't know, they, they kind of yeah. looked like it was like they had like, a little bit of blot or ripper snapper from the terracons like they, they just yeah they do not
0: look like traditional shark decons yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah and then they 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 like have a statue to like they're like lord gnaw like like the original shark and he doesn't look anything like you know g1 gnaw or right, whatever right who, right who is like the traditional shark shape but like yeah i don't know like I, I guess they were just supposed to look like you know goofy i guess or like street sharks
1: yeah, yeah, that's kind of what they look like. And then when they when they sort of, when, when Cheetor reassembles their planet, it's almost like now they're they're going to live on the bizarro world of the Sharktacons or something like that, because it's all kind of put together haphazardly and stuff.
0: That's another funny episode where, you know, it's like Bumblebee and Cheetor each become, like, you know, members of the, what is it, like the Finns and the...
1: The, the fins and,
0: the tails and, and then, the tails and then hot rod shows up and he's like, I'm with the snouts, man, or whatever.
1: <laughs> I like I like that moment where he turns around and he blows away some of the Shark the so He's like, Wait a minute, did I just blow away some of my own guys? Like what? <laughs> like you like you dudes all look alike it's like we do not look alike it's like uh that's more star trek shit but like in a funny way it's like the the loci and uh 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 betor or whatever episode like where it's like frank gorshin he's like he is he is black on the left side and i am white on the left side are you blind (laughs) it's just like but in this case it's like these shark gods are kind of like we don't look alike i got the orange paint and he's got like the green paint and All this other stuff. But yeah, I I thought that was pretty funny. I was thinking about like, cause they, they all, they're like, are you thinking what I'm thinking? And they're like, we're gonna go solar wave board! Woo! And, like, they, they go surfing on all these, like, solar waves and stuff. And then, like, I was thinking about it, cause I was like, oh, I, you know, I, I, I've been surfing before, but I'm, like, sitting there going, like, oh, I, I was probably more like a Cheetor at the beginning of that episode, you know, like, hanging on for dear life or whatever, you know, like, kind of just trying to stay upright for a little bit, you know, before I fell over or some shit. But, yeah, I I thought i thought this was fun i mean like that I, I i think that's uh that's one of those things that's fun to see like you know i guess the 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 solar waveboard trio or the hot rod you know trio or whatever you want to call them you know but like i i thought that was the kid fun. appeal trio or... yeah yeah the, the the thing about this is like that that almost it's like it's like a, now I almost want to get a, a and this is totally not their intention but this almost makes me want to get a masterpiece Cheetor because now I feel like I have some place to put him alongside guys like <laughs> Bumblebee and Hot Rod put him next to Bumblebee and Hot Rod and it, it sort of fits it's like it's sort of it's it's a it's a weird in 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 uh, I don't know like de facto group or something like that you know but yeah and and this kind of makes me want like I don't know maybe like a a Flames Toys windblade or something like something cool, but I don't know if she's ever going to get anything like that like a masterpiece or a yeah,
0: so I'm sure she's nice. she's kind of like a marquee character now, so I'm sure there'll be future you know windblades like her, whatever. And you know, the, I'm sure that she's going to have like a new toy every other year from now on, pretty much. So, yeah, but. I had something else to add, and now I forgot it. <laughs> I was a, uh, I was too enamored with the thought of like hot rod and Cheetor and masterpiece. Uh, <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was like, oh, that's a, that's a good idea. Like,
1: yeah, yeah. I kind of you, you distracted kinda, me. Like, I kind of want to do that,
0: but yeah. Solar winds, asteroid field. You thinking what I'm thinking? I do not know what you were thinking. Let's roll. Going like a little bit off tap- topic, but. like you know the 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 new wave of cyberverse toys they showcased at like new york comic-con it seems like like the first few waves it seems like all the toys were pretty simplistic but the new wave seems like they're they're trying to go for like a at least an animated like level of complexity with the toys so like and like the first wave is like optimus megatron starscream and shockwave i think and i was like oh man i think i want that shockwave it looks cool like
1: so. I, I feel I feel like the promo images looked a lot better than the photos. Oh yeah,
0: that, that's always the case. Yeah, yeah. They, 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 yeah. They're all like CG renders or whatever. Mm. Promo legit, okay. so it always looks like you know better. But. I mean, it,
1: it's interesting, and then you can make a, a McAdam build a figure. Apparently, yeah. But yep. like, I don't know. that's What I was hearing was there's going to be two waves, so there's going to be that first four, and then there's going to be like another four characters, yeah, and then then you can build Mech Adam with it. So
0: yeah, he's probably like eight pieces all together. Yeah, I mean that's that's a good that's like an idea. Like I felt like Transformer toys haven't done a lot. Like the only other build a figure I can think of they ever had was Transmutate when they did those like Beast Wars anniversaries toys. Like they each had a part of transmute. Okay. You could like make her, but yeah, like I, I would like to see, like you know, it would it, like much like Marvel Legends. It does give you a little incentive to pick up figures you wouldn't normally pick up if you really want the bath. I mean, otherwise, like I think I I enjoyed this season, but. I feel like it ended at the exact same place like the first season ended where your your thought is like oh man like next season's going to be really good like next season is where it's going to get really good like and- I I think
1: I think there were episodes in this though that were really good like I'm I'm going to go to bat for Bad Moon Rising like that was that yeah, was a yeah. really good episode I I think I think just because of my biases like I I dug the whole you know the the wiped out, you know, the episode with the, the, you know, trio on the surfboards and all that kind of stuff. And I, I think some of the other stuff like parlay is probably a pretty good one too. the fact that they like, they're trying to get along, but they don't. And I, I wouldn't even point to like, I, I did really like the whole, um, the, the infinite vendetta, you know, the jet fire and sky bite thing. I mean, I, I think there were good episodes in this season. And I think, I think to me, I think, it got good in the sense that I stopped noticing whether they were using the same plain old earth landscapes over and over again. Cause they weren't on earth. And I, I think I enjoyed everything a lot more um, just cause there were more characters to, to experience and everything. And then, I see what you're saying, though, because now you're thinking, oh, great, now we're going to... Like, I I think what it is is the flashbacks in Season 1 gave you the lead-up to the Great War. We're not actually going to see the Great War that happened on Cybertron, but in this third season, they'll actually be continuing the war on Cybertron, whereas I think maybe at the end of the first season, you were promised the continuation of the war on Earth, and they... They dabbled in that a little bit, but it's almost like they sort of, you know, that that happened a lot of it off camera. Yeah, and, they kind of hurried through it. Yeah, like yeah. That. Which, which, you know, I don't, I, I'm not, I'm not like offended by that or anything. Like, I've never been no like you know, Mister Human Being or whatever. You know, when it comes to Transformers, <laughs> like, a, like, a, like I,
0: I did enjoy it, and there's like you said, there's a lot of good episodes in this season. I just felt like, you know. I was kind of like, I I thought the Starscream thing was going to last the whole season. And then like, it lasts about maybe 60% of the season. And then it comes to like, you know, this, like the stop, they defeat Starscream. And then they have to, you know, they have to have their like space adventure episodes. And then like, it's like, okay, and now we're about to do something like really epic. And the season's over. Like, like, that's how like the first season ended too. So that's like sort of the feeling I was left with Like
1: again, yeah, I think I think that, that at least in in that sense, they're just trying to whet your appetite for the next season. So, I mean, I I, I think I consider that a win or a success, right? Because cause you're you are amped or interested yeah, in what exactly. we'll, what we'll, what the follow up will be.
0: And yeah, and I hope there's like. There wasn't too much of a wait, I guess, between seasons. So I hope, like, you know, next season will start up early next year, probably. So, and I mean, they're still, as we record this, they're still technically airing, like, in the U.S. or at least. So, I mean, it's not even done over here. We just kind of cheated and skipped ahead. But, like, I, I feel like, you know, since these are 10 minutes long, they can produce, like, you know, them faster and,
1: like, more of them. So... Well, I guess I will say on your on your side tangent, if if one of the next four is a is a hot rod, that's of those more detailed uh, cyberverse figures, I will I will consider that.
0: Yeah, like I, I
1: I would too. Like I like this incarnation of hot rod,
0: and I, you know, I. I... I like this incarnation of Shockwave, and I I do hope Prowl gets something to do, like you know, more significant to do like next season. So
1: yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I kind of hope all the the characters they introduce get get their own episodes. I was really happy to see RC get a get a spotlight episode yeah like i almost she's
0: rc is like front and center in the new intro but she doesn't really get a spotlight episode until like the second to last episode like aside from that scene where she's trying to help you know uh, bumblebee identify like the earth animal like she, i don't think she has anything else to do for the rest of the season but yeah and i like the season ends with the you know they're they're about to return to Cybertron, and it's like uh, they received a distress call from Chromia. Then it turns out like the Decepticons are holding Chromia hostage and like made her send the distress signal, so the the Autobots are headed into a trap. So like you know there's already like it's almost like a cliffhanger, but yeah, like I I enjoyed this. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Like
1: yeah yeah I I did enjoy it, and I did I did want to discuss it with you and, and kind of get our. Get our thoughts out there, you know, while they're fresh and everything like that. And I I had a good time watching it. And, and I, I hope that since that we're on a second season and it looks like we're headed into a third and it, I, I'm presuming the toys are selling well. I, I hope that bodes well for the longevity of this I season. Think, like, I think
0: they said there's going to be like a TV movie as well. So like in addition to like a third season. So maybe, oh, wow. hopefully that okay. means, yeah, it's doing really well.
1: Okay, great. Well, that I'm I'm glad about that. You know, I I cuz I've had people kind of message me when I'm when I'm watching it and I kind of sort of, you know, announce I'm watching things on Facebook or whatever and some some people I think are you know, because maybe they're used to some of the previous shows or or you know, maybe they're not all aimed at adults or anything like that, but some people are like, "So, is it bad?" you know, and it's like that's like the default thought is like that it's not good and m- most times I'm kind of like, "No, I I do genuinely enjoy this. So I think if anybody's on the fence about it and they're curious and, you know, they, they have doubts or whatever, I, I recommend this. I mean, I, I I think overall it's it's fun. I, you know, as as much as I poke fun at the ADD thing, it's like if you if you have some free time, like on a break or lunch or something like that, or, or you're, you know, working out and you're on the treadmill or a bike or something like that, you know, like you could totally just sit down for 11 minutes, you know while you're doing, like, a cooldown or something like that, and and just check out an episode. And if you think it's horrible, you don't have to keep watching it. But, I mean, I I think these are pretty fun. Sweet. So uh,
0: I should also, before, you know, you do your usual sign-off, I should also say that this is the 50th episode of Transformers Tuesdays. So I guess, you know, this is sort of an anniversary episode. And, like, we do have, like, we did have plans for, like, a, a... special anniversary episode, but we had to push those back due to, you know, scheduling and stuff like that. But this is still like a, I think a pretty appropriate, like, you know, uh, 50th episode discussion.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. And it's, it's kind of funny. Cause, cause even when we started doing just the proper show, I mean, we've talked so much about Transformers. I'm sure if we, if we did some kind of asinine cobbling of, of all the Transformers topics from the proper shows, you, you'd probably get, you know, hundreds of episodes about Transformers-type <laughs> yeah. content and stuff like Renum- that. we so, yeah. oh, renumber. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's well, all the
0: rage, yeah. Yeah, Every, exactly. if, I'm going to go back to every Fan Holes episode and put a tiny little number next to the, like, release number. Like, this is also, like, uh, Transformers Tuesday's uh, episode negative 17. <laughs> <or whatever.
1: laughs> negative 17, where we talked about freaking Dawn of Numbnuts or whatever that movie was called. But yeah. So cool. All, all right. Hard. Well, <laughs> all right. So uh, I, I think this will wrap up this episode on Cyberverse season two. If you have any comments, questions, and or concerns, you can send them to fan holes podcast at gmail.com. If you want to check out the backlog of episodes and negative episodes, you can go over to fan holes com. And we are on all kinds of social media. We're on Tumblr, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. We appreciate all the likes, hearts, shares, retweets, etc. That we receive. And until the next time, this is going to be Derek, Derek WC. It's a party, not a botopsy. Signing off.
0: Hey, it's Mike. No way. <laughs>
1: I like how Grimlock like curses by transforming and roaring. He's like, "What yeah. the?"
0: Yeah. Roar!